0: This is Fat Regio International.
1: Embrace the alternative. Somewhere in space, this may
2: all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe.
1: sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance it's a spectacle light years ahead of its
0: time it's an epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds a billion years in the making
1: Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International.
3: Welcome to Stabus Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and Mr. Martin Unsworth. Hello. We are the editors of the world's longest running magazine of cult entertainment, and this is the official radio show where we go through and expand upon stuff that's in the magazine. And you also get a little bit of uh, side sideline stuff about how we make the magazine, what sort of trouble we get into, and all the rest of it. There's lots to discuss, and we have a guest with us. We do not. I said with us. With us. Do you hate it when you just try, you come across it, as a it, pretentious twat like that? It was a really slick opening. As it was, and all. That's anyway. what she said anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, the pink flute strikes again. So with us is Aaron Tierney, and he is responsible for, and he's going to chat to us, about uh, For the Love of Sci-Fi. Hi, how are you doing? It's good to have you here, sir.
4: Thanks for having us.
3: So, uh, we were invited down last week. I did some Facebook Live for the readers so that they could see the cantina and that amazing Viper that you had on the the way in, uh, which I cannot do it justice. If you think you know how big one of those things is one-to-one scale you've no idea it's it's so much bigger than i thought it was going to be and that martin can't yeah, help himself I, again gonna, just... it's, it, this is i saw it coming on his face then oh no <laughs> oh please do not say Sorry. anything's coming
2: on my face oh dear so so, we start again? Yeah. No,
3: no, no, no. so 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 Explain to everybody where where does for the love of sci-fi come from? What is it origins and what what is it all about? Uh, the origins of the show came about
4: um, two years ago. Um, my partner Andy, uh, who, who's the owner uh, and the main promoter of the show, um, he's, he's been working events for a long time, um, but he's always been a nerd. He's always been a big Star Wars fan since he was a kid. He's always been a sure. Battlestar fan. Uh, so two years ago we did uh, a show called For the Love of the Force, uh, which was a Star Wars based show. We had nice. uh, a full size X-Wing, uh, a full size Scout Walker, uh, an Ewok village uh, Yoda Swamp um, and we had Dave Prouse and, uh, you know, and you know, a lot of the rest of the cast from the original movies there. Um, and that was a massive success. We had about 21,000 people there over the weekend, over three days. Um, it was in uh, the World's Press, it was in CNN, it was on the uh, New York Post
3: um... <clears throat> yeah, it's very widespread. I, I know people who were talking about. Yeah, it was it was, it was absolutely massive. It. Um,
4: it was it was a huge success for us. Um, it's where we first launched the canteen as well. Actually, uh, yeah. again, which got a lot of coverage uh, in the press and and was that was well a received.
3: temporary one compared to the.
4: um Yeah, we've actually upgraded it since then. Yeah, um, it was the first phase of the build. So compared to how it is now, it looked a bit bare actually. When you look back at old photos, it's right. uh, it's not quite as uh,
3: as polished as it is now. Because um, I didn't see that one. We we saw yeah. your permanent one that's yeah. about yeah. to open, and I've got a if you are a fan of Star Wars and you love the cantina uh, when it when the scenes that the scenes that are in the first movie, that this does capture it beautifully. Yeah,
4: it's it's absolutely incredible space, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. really immersive. It? All the alien characters, the animations in the windows, uh, all the little decorations, the droid scanners, the little lights everywhere. It's uh, when yeah, people it's, are in there, they literally just lost. I think, as you know, they just do feel like they're in they're in a Star Wars film. It's uh, well, I was in there
3: an hour kind of, and then. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, they were saying oh come over uh, we're just let's get a photo taken you know um, mm. and I think was it you Martin who said oh we'll have it taken near the box droid uh, box droid yeah, yeah. and I said, "What box drive?" I read? think was my God, Phil you know? that wanted that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mi- I yeah. missed. Uh, I didn't even notice that's that. There's so much to take in. Yeah,
4: yeah, that's the thing. People want to walk around the space as well. So when you're sat in the booze, obviously drinking with your friends, right, people yeah. just tend to wander off every now and am go, Just gonna have a wander down there and see what's around the corner. Because I know, you know, it's uh, there's just so much to see in there, and it's different every time you go in as well. Like, you know, we've had it on obviously at previous events, um, but when you've got cosplayers in there and guests it's a completely different space it totally changes you know every, every time you've got people in there so it's uh, well we've had, had bands right. as well uh, yeah we've had bands on yeah. we've had uh, photo shoots in there we've had Happy Mondays have been in there did their uh, official press photo in there which is, was really nice they're, they're actually like yeah. secret Star Wars fans which yeah. is uh, love a lovely little bit of
3: yeah. <laughs> trivia <laughs> cool band but they're, they're nerds the at heart <laughs> best
2: not try and smoke any of them <laughs> yeah.
3: that's what yeah. we like. know there were a lot of interesting people in there I mean, mm. in fact there was a guy uh, dressed as the Punisher. Did you see him? He had a good, a really good Punisher logo that all light lit up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and a guy with a disco stormtrooper helmet. Oh, I love that. Yeah, we had was, a long really cool. chat. Yeah. We had a long chat to him. <laughs> I know because I just loved it. And everybody, yeah. every of all the people that were there with a lot of exotic costumes, mm. he was the one that everybody wanted a photo with yeah. for Facebook, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it seems that you. You've definitely, if if that's what you're after, you've you've nailed it, then haven't you? Because definitely, that's,
4: yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think going forward, obviously, once we launch it um, properly as a, as a destination, obviously, we want to get uh, people booking parties in there, Christmas parties. Um, wedding receptions I mean I, I'm single at the moment but I think if I ever decide to put a ring on it I will probably yeah
3: that you find <laughs> you, you find Aaron that, that being into all this sort of stuff doesn't exactly attract the, the, it the partners does it, does it? <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why I'm single <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the best
2: way to be sometimes yeah <laughs> you can watch what you want when you want yeah
4: um yeah, so um, the, the canteen is going to be open in December, uh, the next event that we're doing uh, for the Love of Sci-Fi on the uh, the 2nd and 3rd of December. Um, we're going to have a uh, massive uh, guest list there, so we'll obviously get you know get those up there into the canteen or exploring the space. I think that's the thing about it as well, is because you don't necessarily have to be a Star Wars fan to enjoy it. Yeah, no, Like you, you said, don't. you saw, you know, you saw yeah. people dressed as a Punisher and, yeah. and, and, and other things. Uh, we had a, a Cylon up there from Battlestar. Mm. Um I'm pretty sure we'll get William Shatner up there when he when he's here in December. I think that'd be quite fun.
3: I've heard. And I don't I hate bring these things up, but I've, yeah. I've heard a rumour of of how much you've paid him to attend, him <laughs> and, and it's probably it's actually more than it's cost to build that bar. And it's it's incredible, isn't it? He, he uh, I think it'd be brilliant if you got some pictures of him in there.
4: I, yeah, I think we've definitely got to explain that opportunity. Whilst we've got yeah. these guests there, we've got to get them in there, enjoying the space, you know, get Ernie Hudson Ernie up there chasing
3: uh, yeah. chasing ghosts. and. Yeah. Um, we need obviously. to come back on here and give us some of the inside little stories of what he gets up to. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we, we, we could do an after-dark version. Yeah, we thrive <laughs> on stuff like that. We're like, we're like so, the TMZ of sci-fi.
2: So yeah. so you've, you've touched on a few people there that are going to be at the For the lower Sci-Fi event. Yep. Yep. Uh, You've got any other names that you can give us?
4: Uh, yeah, we've got uh David Hasshoff, the Hoff. Obviously, everyone Ooh, okay. knows him as, as uh, Michael Knight from the Knight Rider. Um okay. so obviously, he did Baywatch as well. Mm-hmm. Um, to my delight, when sort I of went to watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2 recently, he made a bit of a cameo in there so as Star Wars' he father. was brilliant. So, man. I was fist-bumping in the cinema. as oh, was should, just like,
3: yes, <laughs> I was like, this is brilliant. Yeah. And he was on the but credits at the end singing was, was, yeah. I'm hoping, to, dear song. God,
4: he will sing it at the event in December. Uh-huh. We know he will sing Freedom. We, we saw him in Germany uh, yeah. at a friend's event uh, a few months ago. So, we're hoping... You'll be able to get the rights from Marvel and a bit to do that, but um, well, I just don't, don't to say. <laughs> don't tell them. Yeah, don't. <laughs> nobody film it, please. We can't yeah. get sued for this. Um, we've also got uh, Dolph Lundgren, obviously, who was in um, uh, Rocky IV. He was a uh, He-Man in Master of the Universe and uh, Universal Soldier. Yeah.
3: Um, Shana, and of course, the Expendables. Yeah. Shauna upstairs. Shauna Rescue is uh, obsessed with that guy. Yeah, I mean, d- d- she's just obsessed with him. She d- she loves the film Red Scorpion. Ah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. of the little shorts that he has on and all that. <laughs> My god, it was in his prime. That's not that to do with the acting, I think. It's <laughs> no, just, <I'm>,
2: it's <laughs> muscles and lols. Well, I mentioned the acting, and
3: she looks at me like, what well, are you bringing that into it? For. Yeah. yeah. it's uh, So, yeah, you know, be pl- she'll be, uh, oh, if you get Shauna to meet. Dolph longer Yeah, You've, you you you're old. We massive we may have to
4: put a, uh, a barrier around him to uh, protect him from a. You might mad, have to. Yeah. <laughs> might have to. <laughs> In fact, the next the next guest I'm going to mention actually is another uh, bit of a heartthrob for the girls, which is Casper uh, Van Dien uh, from Starship Troopers. Mm. I know uh, quite a few women who um, have literally melted when I've mentioned that we've got him booked. So, cool. um, yeah, I think he's going to be fending off ladies left and right. Uh, we've also got Billy D. Williams, who played Lando uh, in uh, The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Um, he was also Harvey Dent in the Batman film, 1989. That's right. Uh, we've got Ken Colley, who played Admiral Pierre. We've also got Dave Prowse, Darth Vader. Uh, Jeremy Bullock, who played Boba Fett. Yeah. And uh, fairly new uh, actor, which I'm quite, I'm really happy with this book. I think it's a really good one. It's Junus uh, Suatamo. He's um he's actually taken on the role of Chewbacca. Right. Um. So he he pl- played parts in the Force Awakens that uh, Peter Mayhew mm. couldn't couldn't do. Um. He's also in the film in December, The Last Jedi, playing yeah. Chewbacca, and the Han Solo film next year. So he's going to become part of that new legacy cast now. So is he um, is he
3: going to be known as the George Clooney of Chewbacca, or is he going to be the Daniel Craig of Chewbacca? We'll see. Yeah, the Sean Connery's gone. So. Yeah. 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 But,
4: there's, there's a few people are like. Peter Mayhew is Chewbacca for me. There is no other Chewbacca, you know. I know. It's, it's hard, isn't it, to sort of change it people's It is. Minds. But, a guy, but, but though, for a lot of people,
2: it's... the new films are going to be what, what the thing is going forward, exactly. isn't it? So, they are, yeah. For I the mean, youngsters it's... as well, so and this is going to be his first British signing I believe
4: it is it's his first UK show it's an exclusive as well
2: so that's uh, which I'm quite yeah. excited about you're going to get loads of crowds for but that
3: the poor old yeah. Peter Mayhew he, he does deserve to retire <coughs> and and mm. he's got to play the part again in the resurgence the yeah. revival of it it's gone yep. down like gangbusters mm. so he's got he's walking out on a hike yeah. he can do that. Great, he can well, do one it's, last it's, growl. It's quite it? tall,
2: so he will yeah. be walking that. I know.
3: <laughs> he's had his health issues of being that tall, and that's why he's he's got walking sticks. He's he's yeah. He's had up. his knees done. Yeah, I know, yeah, and he, he he. So yeah, it's fine that there's another one, another guy. And yeah. I bet I yeah. bet he's happy with that. As oh well. yeah, they're,
4: they're working together. He's obviously getting yeah. tips from Peter, and Peter has obviously given him his blessing and said that you know he. he he definitely wants him to, to be able to take on and do it properly. Oh, well, you don't make man. the Chewbacca back of that everybody. Oh, no one should Everybody know knows problem, and loves, you know. Yeah. But
3: that's a yeah. cracking booking,
4: was that your mm. idea? Um, it was it was a joint idea between yeah. myself and Andy, Um we we, we realised, you know, the bulk of our bookings were, you know, a bit bit of the older crowd really. And mm. we thought, well, maybe we mm. should sort of tap into some of the younger and the newer crowd as well and, uh, you know.
3: Save so fate to Hasselhoff though, the Hoff. He's he's cross-generational that Oh yeah of course he's, I know he's, a, he's a legend you know. Yeah. People, people might
4: not be able to yeah. tell you what he was in but they know him you know? he's yeah, more so. of a cultural icon isn't exactly. so, he yeah. 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 So, even have seen um, him
3: eating that burger on the floor
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's on his rider actually yeah <laughs> 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 Yeah, Dol- Dolph as well is another interest when he's just been uh, cast in the, uh, the Aquaman film that's out in 2018 which oh, I'm quite right. excited yeah. about, he's going to yeah. be the bad guy in that, um, facing Jason Momoa um, and he's also going to be in Creed 2 as well reprising his role as Ivan Drago So I like the again, idea of that it's good yeah it's yeah. exciting
3: because I thought uh, the, as the sequel goes that the Rocky Balboa was a great idea to have him come make that comeback yeah. and then that's a natural end for that saga how do you boot it? it it, it would be obvious that you'd get Rocky's son to carry on and yep. do that. Well, this is way cooler. Yeah. And you've got the very good actor in the role, and uh, and he did do a, a good job. And it is it makes sense if this story is going to be about the son of um, of Ivan Drago boxing against uh, Apollo Creed's son. Mm. That's a great story. Yeah, I think it'd be really interesting. Yeah. I'm excited about it. So. Yeah. The son of the guy who killed his dad. Yeah. it's a, a very old yeah. old story, isn't it? Mm. But no, I'm very pleased with that. So. How, uh, how are you? Are you expecting this to be absolute sellout? Or um what?
4: based on the caliber of
3: the actors that we've got on this year, I definitely mm-hmm. think we're gonna we're gonna sell out this year.
4: Um, it's we're obviously gonna have to cap tickets. We don't want to obviously overpack the place. We want people yeah. to, to enjoy the space, walk around all the props, uh, be able to enjoy the, the the live panels that we're putting on this year. It's the first yeah. time we've done this actually. We've not we've not done a uh, live Q and As before, so uh, this is another big thing that we're quite excited about. Working on the schedule at the moment um which is proving quite difficult because sure. there's a yeah. lot lot of stuff to go on there um and it's just the juggling around of you know when you get Actors into photo shoots. When do you get them signed? When do you get them on stage? You know. When do you give them a break? When do you give them a break? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We haven't actually accounted for breaks, so they're going to be pretty tired. I think. Well, <laughs> yeah. they're making enough money; they <laughs> don't have to <laughs> They can rest when they're dead. don't so. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, God, no! Touch <laughs> <laughs> people. You. Yeah,
3: because they're, they're going to have to cark it after the third of December. Well, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think so yeah, they'll have to wait a few months off. Yeah, but the yeah, the uh, yeah, uh, say we. Well, well, we can be more supportive of Starburst, We, we it's great that, that this event's going on and it's great because we're very, okay, we're we're, ve- we're on sale worldwide. We're, we're a, a British publication, but we're very Mancunian and this is yeah. where we live. So it's stuff that's going on on our doorstep. Uh, yeah, and we're Union brand as well. It's, yeah, brand, it's, it's so. good that yeah. it's not
2: another company just coming and just taking a, a exactly. piece of the Manchester yeah, I mean, pie. The, the, there are certain
4: yeah. companies that do want to just take over the UK and that's yeah. not our plan really you know we, no. we, we we want to do a good show that's, that's yeah. our and main and people thing. will
2: travel to what, something if there's somebody yeah. you, so, know,
4: there's, you know they, people go to Disney World yeah, they fly this, to Florida for it because it's so good that's, there's a following that's what to these do. sort of a, a dream,
2: signing things anyway yeah. people people do that and, the, and people with the cosplays will come anywhere yeah and they just love to show off the cosplays and things, yeah. so it's looks great. Yeah. It's
3: nice. It's, it's good. So you hopefully you're going to put it on about the same time every year, and it's going to become an institution. This oh, definitely, a, it's, it's just going to get, get bigger and
4: bigger. I mean, this yeah. year is definitely going to be the best so far. But um, going forward, I mean, we're already looking at guests for next year. I mean, that's how so far ahead we have to plan these things, you know, to make sure that we get these sure. these decent guests. Um, and you're going to be blown away, I think. I mean, we've got a, a great. Headline cast so yeah. far, but next oh, year have, it's yeah. going to be bigger. It's but be... how do
2: you top that? Well, that's Champions the, that's the thing. You've one. just got to yeah. keep.
4: You've just got to keep. Keep aim, aiming high. Aiming high, and 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 it's slightly different as well. Yeah, that's the other thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you don't want to repeat the style. You, you know, there's no point yeah. going for George Takai yeah. if it's yeah. yeah. George well, that's it. Yeah,
4: Josh yeah. does a lot of shows. He, yeah. We actually did get approached by him, but we we basically just said no. It's, it's not he
0: right does he's out there. He does everything. So.
3: Yeah. Don't, don't get Daniel Craig, he's too grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just start moaning about no, yeah. not wanting to do Bond again. Well, yeah.
2: so But you mentioned the Viper, we've talked about the Viper. What mm-hmm. other builds have you made? Uh, we've year? got
3: quite
4: a few other big ones this year. Last year we focused on um, a lot smaller, like animatronic-type ones. This year we've gone big, so we've got a spacecraft focus, so obviously we've got the Star Galactica Viper. Um, we're also doing a Darth Vader TIE Fighter which obviously everybody's ecstatic about. Um, I, I, I'm not entirely sure one's been done before. I are have seen, to let people sitting that one. Uh, yeah. I mean, Dave Prowse is probably going to want to get it, isn't he? I think he's yeah. going to be... Uh, come on, give us, a, give us a hitch up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me dive in. I think it's going to be incredible. I'm really excited about this. Obviously, everybody remembers playing with the, the Kenner one back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Seeing that at full scale is just going to be incredible. You're mm. going to feel like a kid again. It's, uh, it's exciting. We've also got uh, the Batwing from uh, Batman 1989, the Tim Burton one. Yeah. Which again is a very iconic ship. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad we've gone for that particular film rather than the ones later on because mm-hmm. the oh, designs well, so. start to get a bit kitsch, don't they? So yeah, yeah. Uh, We've also got a UFO and uh, an FBI, uh, FBI intel- uh, alien interrogation uh, room. This um, it's an animatronic alien that talks, which is it's quite exciting. Oh right, that's so I think X Files fans strange, will, will enjoy way. it. Yeah, it's a bit of a bit of yeah. a curveball one. It's not it's not directly from a film, but um, a few people have yeah. mentioned that they're quite excited about that. Um, and we got a lot of props from uh, Judge Dredd Screen News ones So mm. uh, there's uh, we've got a partner called Andrew uh, Manchin who's got the largest um, yeah. Screen Use Judge Dredd uh, prop collection and he's also just told us that he's bringing um, the Lord of the Rings collection over as well, yeah, so he's doing yeah. a little set build of Weathertop uh-huh. um where we'll put more on display there was a dread
3: at um oh, on the, in the cantina that night we were there yeah yeah there's, there's a massive was, costuming group yeah. incredible that costume it just looked yeah. like dread was having a drink at the bar yeah. you know
4: yeah well but, I, I did speak to that guy actually he said he actually bought his costume because he came to our event last year he saw uh-huh. all the judges and okay. he was like i need a costume and he literally went out of his way to work out how to buy certain parts and how to make certain parts so just you got to show doesn't it you know how you can inspire people with these with these shows as well to so do something creative and fun so. i just think that
3: is one of the most iconic helmets mm. in in the genre going yeah. isn't it that really is oh come on i'm that. not making any sense it turns <laughs> it all into that doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but it but you endo button there yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so no that yeah. we were having an argument about this they said it's Ma- magneto or is it Boba Fett or is it Dredd, mm. or is it Vader? You know, the. Uh, it
2: depends. For British people, the Dread thing means a lot.
3: Mm. You know, so. he's never really conquered over that. It's so disappointing in the film, don't you think? Which one, the original the, the, or the second one? The second one was, was a great film, film and it audience. didn't. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. I quite enjoyed Dread. I thought it was really good. So I'm excited about this um, this TV series they're maybe doing Mega mm. City One, I think it's Yeah, awesome. yeah. well, Urban um, was very good. Well, there's the yeah. the, the, the rumour that he's going to be coming back, isn't he? He's in yes. talks with yes. them to do that. so. That'll definitely help. It elevate the show to importance, will which is very important, So it
3: Yeah, can yeah. Just be in his cameos every now and again. I'll certainly yeah. watch it anyway. But yeah, then, yeah. Uh, yeah. But have you got any other plans for permanent attractions, like more things like the Cantina that, that are more uh, on- ongoing that are going to not be temporary? At this stage,
4: um, I don't think we have. Um, I mean, actually, this year, I think not that this that's not enough. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 of course not. Yeah, no, it's yeah. just I love, yeah. This. I love this sort <laughs> yeah.
3: of stuff. That's all. Yeah. I saw the there was one in. I don't know if you've heard about the uh, the Star Trek experience that was in Las Vegas. Yeah. They re, they built Quarks Bar, and mm. I, built, I mean, it was Quarks Bar. Brilliant. And it looked again. You're in it. It's exactly the same way. This is why I thought the cantina worked really well because mm. it got the same vibe. Yeah, it's, you, it's a not, working bar, isn't it? It's, yeah. I think yeah.
4: That's, that's the important thing that yeah. you get
3: the get the
4: experience of. You know, because if you because I've I've heard of other things, obviously like Secret Cinema have done a Star Wars cantina bar Sure, car, yeah. It's slightly different because obviously you've got people in character, which which sounds great. But what we've got is actually a proper working bar that we can change and move yeah. around and do different things with. So yeah. over the next um, next twelve months or so, we're going to be uh, experimenting with the space and seeing what mm. we can do. You know, film screenings, uh, cosplay parties, uh, all sorts of all sorts of stuff. So.
2: Are you looking to change some of the characters that are sitting around as well? Or?
4: Um, possibly, yeah. I think I think we'd definitely like to expand on who's in there and what we can do with them. I'd like to get um, some people actually in, in the costumes as well. The masks that the, the mannequins wear are actually, mm. um, actually wearable. So yeah. we can we can get people in costume. We can do some good gags and yeah, things like yeah. that. Well, so. Prank
2: videos, the yeah, thing. definitely. Yeah. We need to we need that's to. That's definitely. definitely agreed.
4: Yeah. to suddenly just wake up? That, we'll that, that's that's the thing
2: that is always good to get a viral hit yeah. with them. Yeah, we, yeah, need, yeah. To, we need to have a bit of play with so, that. So. so I want a bit yeah. of a, a cut on that one for giving <laughs> you that.
4: Yeah, we're we're actually we're actually in talks with somebody at the moment. I'm not entirely sure if I can say this, but I'm going to go and say it anyway. Um,
2: we can bleep it out on the podcast yeah. if, if you tell All us not to. Well, it's
4: we're actually talking about doing some room experiences in there Yeah. Um, which I think is going to be incredible because obviously everyone's done the horror thing now we've mm. all done those escape room type yeah. things but if you do a Star Wars themed one or a space themed one it's, it takes on a different dimension so it could be quite fun that a bit yeah. of storytelling in that space without obviously
3: definitely um, it's I've cool. done a lot of escape rooms. Really, I'm I'm, I'm quite obsessed with them. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a lot fun, fun, aren't they? Different? Oh, yeah. they are. They're so frustrating when you're running out of time. <laughs> yeah. and you've got a minute to go. Yeah, you don't get a reload or anything like no. that. You can't pause the game. I think I've so. done three, and I managed to get out of one of them. And were, there was mm. one that was based on the movie Saw, oh, and nice, that yeah. had a countdown with a creepy voice talking to you and it. These yeah. things are very good. Mm. So I think that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Star Wars yeah. themed
2: one. But, so. Just moving away from that a little bit, mm-hmm. what is it you are into?
4: What, like, as quite in, large. As in, like... you know, <laughs> as
2: in, you know, whether it's films, books, comics, uh, are, you, are, you, are you a geek, really? I Yeah, I'm or a massive, you just playing the part?
4: massive Star Wars fan, yeah. I grew up a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching uh, the original three, obviously, uh, about Star Galactica, um, Star Trek, um, And currently my my things are stuff like the expanse rick and morty absolutely love rick and morty for me it's the best sci-fi tv show on at the moment um i watched the
3: latest one last night it just it gets better yeah. it's the one where he's a slug it, it, it's <laughs> yeah, on the pickle the pickle, street, the pickle that was it. Yeah, sorry pickle. I'm actually Go. having a tattoo yeah, yeah, tomorrow on my leg the of, of, of
4: the characters yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Uh,
3: that's how dedicated I right. am that, that one uh, where he was a where's Wally yeah. uh, montage in the middle yeah. of it, the, 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 it it just it's, it's incredible right. I
4: love how stupid yeah. it can be and, yeah. and they do say on one of the shows they, only a show this intelligent can be so stupid Yeah, because a lot of people just dismiss it as like hipster nonsense don't oh, they it's of like, course, no it's not it's really fucking clever very intelligent it's it's yeah.
3: very intelligently written yeah. and the uh, if you actually think as the concepts are really quite deep oh, yeah, of, um, yeah. You sometimes know. you have
4: to do a little bit of googling about what something means you know? oh, oh yeah. yeah it's a show where oh, the, lead, yeah, the yeah. lead
3: characters buried their own dead bodies in a back garden yeah. at one stage I mean it doesn't yeah. get much darker than that I've actually got a uh, question for you from one of the uh, listeners oh, okay, and he's um, he's saying who is this Cylon Commander Legatus. Oh, Legatus. Legatus. Sorry, <laughs> apologies. Um, he's saying, question for Aaron, is it yeah. true that the largest collection of Lord of the Rings will be at the event in Manchester?
4: It is, yeah. It's the, the Andrew Manchin who owns the uh, the largest Judge Red collection of screen use props. He's bringing down, he's actually about to acquire it, actually. Peter Jackson's the only person other than him in the world that's got a larger collection of... Uh, props from the film so you'll get to see things like hobbit feet that were used on on the actors yeah. uh bits of armor weapons that sort of thing and it's all going to be inside a um a setup like weather top uh from the films
3: Wonderful.
4: um so i'm quite excited about it. it's a little bit different you know it's more fantasy than sci-fi but you know we've had harry potter stuff on in the past and again we will be having uh harry potter stuff on this year so it's it sort of blends into one really doesn't it you know? yeah
3: yeah yeah and uh legatus has on facebook it's Mm. under cylon.commander.legatus he's got a page if people want to have a look at it um yeah he
4: was he was down on friday night actually right uh, i've seen him then yeah yeah. incredible gold cylon costume
3: oh right yeah that's right i know who that is um sue johnson's uh, emailed in Mm -hmm. saying listening live so excited for the love of sci-fi this is going to top last year and last year was amazing so that's rigorous. not bad. Do you know what? Me and him, we just get grief. You're getting yeah. all, the good, yeah. all, the good, all the good stuff. So that's not too bad. Well, no, thanks for that. The last
2: time we had someone I'm trying to promote something, it didn't go this way. No, no, no. the other way. No, it was rubbish. I want my money back.
4: <laughs> yeah. We'll say so, nothing now. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah there was a, there's a bit of
3: drama later on with the event. Yeah, yeah. Go as well as it, not not as pro as yours. It's yeah, just yeah. so but, uh, well, we're going to go for a break in a minute. Is there anything else you want to um, finish up on? And yeah, I uh,
4: wouldn't mind saying um, if you'd like to find out more about the show uh, or, you know, look at the price of the tickets or anything like that, uh, if you go to ForTheLoveOfSciFi.com, uh, everything you need to know is there. Uh, follow us on Facebook as well. We've got an event wall, uh, a page on there where you'll be able to get all the latest updates. So we will be launching the schedule pretty soon for the um, the Sci-Fi Live stage. So you better find out when William Shannon will be doing a you know, talk and et cetera. Yeah. Um, we'll also be uh, releasing a floor plan soon as well. So you get to see how the layout has changed this year from last year. Uh, and we're also going to putting out an official poster this week as well. Um, I've commissioned uh, some friends um, to, to produce a, a really nice piece of artwork for it. So that's going to get released soon as well. So there's a lot of stuff coming up over the next few weeks. Excellent.
3: Right, no problem. Well, well, we'll go to break, but thank, thank you very much, Aaron, for coming on. And I hope you'll come on before the event again. Oh, and yeah, definitely. Yeah. Have another chat and you can bring everybody up to speed on any additions or anything mm-hmm. that you've changed. Oh, yeah, there's, there's
4: still stuff to announce yet. So, so sure we'll, we'll have a
3: few more tasty bits for you. We will keep in touch and uh, thank you very much. Thanks, for thank, us. You. thank you. Bye bye. Yeah.
1: Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bar. Why not pay us a visit in Manchester? for your night out anything else just isn't fab who are you torchwood coming soon from big finish productions torchwood aliens among us look at this city i used to feel that torchwood protected it the cardiff was my city <sighs> not anymore
2: Here, because Cardiff says no to hate. For God's sake, listen
1: to me, listen to me. I don't know what she's done. I heard rumours. Rumours about a secret police force who kill aliens.
4: What
3: is Torchwood?
4: Keeping you alive. Uh,
3: Barely. I'm going to bring peace to this shattered city. To unite it.
0: Uh, what are you doing? The uh,
2: whole city invaded and no one's even noticed. Oh, some people know. They just don't care anymore. Torchwood is
1: dead. Big finish. We love stories. I know who you are. You're bloody torchwood.
2: Finally! This is Family Year International.
3: And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And what a nice chap Aaron was. Yeah. He's a nice Looking so forward to that. Don't forget to uh, check it out for the love of sci-fi. If you go on um, for dot ficom and you'll find out all the details like you just said. And I think we're going to be covering it as it unfolds throughout the year and keeping you up to date with any new developments. Uh, it's another bunch of Mancunians. What more can we do? Yeah. Yep.
2: Yep. and we'll be there we'll have a little table
3: so yeah um, now the interview segment is over can you believe that we had a segment
2: yeah we were almost pro yeah
3: indeed so don't forget to email in studio at com, or twitter starburst underscore mag and then just after the next break we'll probably read a few out and we'll see where we're up to yeah it's been a very interesting week I've had a very uh, long week Um got Felt a bit rough earlier on. I had birthday celebration yesterday. And you know that thing, Martin, where uh, you go um, flying kites in the in, at night?
2: Yeah. It's not something I've, I've done. No,
3: oh. it, it's not. That's because I'm, I'm being sarcastic. It's not a thing, is it, really? And, <laughs> and, and hence, I've destroyed three kites. And, it, yeah, it's not advisable. I was doing, we were flying them until I went doing it with my kids in um, in haitian Village. And... It's a great, great little spot for doing it. It's brilliant. And we're doing it as the sun went down, and we got carried away, and next minute it's absolutely pitch black. And uh, then, yeah, things start going wrong then. But
2: that's par for the
3: course for you, isn't it? I know. It it seemed like such a good idea. But I got a Tentacle Tuesday birthday cake. Cool. Yeah, they actually said Tentacle Tuesday on it, and it had a picture of an octopus grabbing me. It's great. Brilliant. See, what more can you ask That's my, that's it. Yeah, we were at the closing of the Tiger Lounge in Manchester. That's a sad um, a sad week that that one is going because of the redevelopment. People in Manchester, I think, are going to miss it. But I've got to say, it got one hell of a send-off, didn't it? It did. It yeah. did.
2: It, it was, did. Uh, oh, what time did we leave? Half past seven, something like that. Yeah,
3: in the morning, yeah. And then and then I ended up getting home really late. But you, you and Chris had an amazingly
2: long session. Yes, we, we, we just had a bit bit of a breakfast and then carried on. Mm. It's good. He,
3: he, he got, a, he, I think he was out drinking for 19 hours in total, something stupid like that. <music> good on you, man. Good on you. Well, man. you know, that's... But uh, it needed a good standoff and it got one. And it's, uh, it, over the years, the, my proudest moment will always be that it got, it, even though its history is great and... The fact it was owned by George Best, that's, if any of you have seen the picture of him pouring the champagne fountain, that's in the corner of Tiger Lounge that he did that. And my proudest moment will always be the fact that the first episode of season two of Life on Mars was set in the Tiger Lounge, and it'll live forever. It'll always be on there Anytime I want to see it, I can just whip on the, uh, the DVD, Blu-ray. Yep. And I'm back there, and it it was it it was just a perfect fit. They wanted somewhere that looked like it was 1973, and I deliberately built the place with nothing from any other era. It was around the early seventies. Everything I did, it's got baby sham paraphernalia everywhere. You just
2: and, took it over like that. I just didn't change it. That's weird. Oh, Is, is that. It, is it?
3: <laughs> just couldn't be bothered doing it. up. Yeah. Yeah. Now the only thing that annoyed me about it is I couldn't get around the fact it needed aircon. And, uh, oh, and it was con, warm on Saturday. Yeah, well, the aircon broke during the week, and it would have been four grand to fix it. And, and that, when it's shutting, it's a bit of a waste. Of time. It's, it's uh, well. Let's put it this way: I was, suge- I was suggesting maybe, oh, we may, we might have to fix it, and all the managers and everybody else with any common sense whatsoever were going, "Don't be crazy! It's closing down yeah. forever on Saturday." It's, you know, so. Yeah, that was the... And it just added to it, because you just have to... You have to keep going outside, but it was one in, one out. It was packed, and I think Manchester's going to be a lot worse off for not having it, and I'm not just saying that because I, I've had something to do with it, owned it or anything. I I just think it was It's a great... the legacy, isn't it? So. Well, it's a move. It was a music scene. Just when Fab Cafe opened in, in 98, that opened, to, to say, that started just before, and both of them covered genre stuff, and, and it... It's, it's weird because Tiger Lounge was a lovely sort of um, variation on some of the stuff that was going on at Fab and you had a lot of film soundtrack music. And at that point, putting film soundtrack music and theme tunes and stuff like that on in a, in a, a nightclub was unheard of. Yeah, yeah. You know? And yet I remember when I went in the Tiger Lounge for the first time and that's when I met everybody there and became friends with them. And the, the, uh, they, it, there was a girl... In a, it looked like Mary Quant dressed in a in a uh, go-go boots and a and a one of those uh, s- skirts of the era. She just looked like she'd walked out of the late sixties, early seventies, and she's dancing to the Doctor Who theme tune. Yeah, and I, I went, my God, this is this is home. This, yeah. this is brilliant. Sure we were home. <laughs> yeah, no, it felt like that. And then I became <laughs> friends with them. And then obviously, uh, around about two thousand and three, the uh, the. They were being again kicked out of the venue that they were in, that where they were putting it on as an event. And I said, no, it needs a permanent home. And and the venue that they they were early on doing it at, and the one that they were most synonymous with was the a place called Oscars, and Oscars was the club that George Best had. So it came up for sale. So um, I just sort of thought, well, this is an ideal opportunity, isn't it? And and then then Tiger Lounge moved it back in there we branded the whole place, built it. It was done in seven days, but it was just all of us, all hands on deck. Just working around the clock, it was a uh, a proper good saga. But it's come to an end now, and I'm a bit down. But it's done, and it went out in a blaze of glory on Saturday. We need some
2: emails in to cheer you up, then.
3: I know, so get in touch, studio (laughs) at Fab Radio International. And... What is there any Is there any good news, Martin? Let's see some good news. Oh. Anything positive and upbeat?
2: We've got confirmation that Daniel Craig is going to be Bond. I d-
3: why do, why I, did why anyone... did my notes, I've just written yawn. I know, it is yawn, because <laughs> there was no doubt whatsoever that he was going to do another one. He... He would do one. He did, and that, as I say, I wish he would
2: do one. Well, yeah. I
3: wish he'd do one. I, I was fine until he made that statement. I'd never been. I've never been a massive fan, but I did appreciate him in Casino Royale. I don't think he looks like Bond, okay. So, but he's, his acting's great, and he he played the part really well. But I'm, when I'm hearing of a guy that he'd rather slit his slash his wrists than play it again, so I instantly just go, bozo suppose yeah. what well, you you've been paid millions and millions of pounds to do this role, and you 're acting like you 're being dragged into uh, dragged backwards for a hedge or' been asked to work in a coal mine
2: well if nothing else it 's deeply offensive to people who who struggle like
3: that it is deeply offensive it's deeply offensive that that anybody in an acting role being paid i think Let's just not even say he's being paid above his rate. He's being very well compensated for yeah, his
2: to, time. To pretend,
3: yeah. And I think there were, and, and yeah, he throws himself into it. There's the rumours that he lost part of his finger in Quantum of Solace, and they had to go and have it stitched back on and everything. I don't know how, how true that is. He's probably sticking
2: it in places he shouldn't.
3: <laughs> maybe. So they what did what did they do? Graph some graph some skin off them ears, did
2: they? Yeah, there's plenty to go around.
3: So, I don't know. And then you hear that and you go, what am I supposed to think, Mr Craig? Come on, Danny boy, what are we supposed to think when you're moaning like that? you I, That must have I lost him a few fans, that did. Yeah. It did. It's, it's like George Lazenby dicked about like that and look what happened to him, you know. But well, yeah, yeah. He, he could have been a good Bond if he'd have stuck to it and and tried a bit harder and, and you know, instead he got told all this Bond thing, well, it, it, even
2: regardless of what property they're doing, it's mm. you know, it's like Harrison Ford when he started bad mouthing doing you know mm. solo and things like that. Yeah, they, you know what's the point? You're getting paid well for it. Well, he, he turned know around be... though,
3: didn't he? Because Harrison Ford was moaning about bloody everything for a while, and then all of a sudden he seemed to come to his senses. Do you remember when he he then got presented a, a unique set of circumstances presented itself where Shia LaBeouf after crystal skull mm. started doing interviews going oh yeah yeah it wasn't very good yeah we didn't do our best really with that one blah 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 and he said oh he's a stupid punk saying that yeah, yeah. so i'm like well there you go harrison i'm glad you yeah, finally you've, you've wised
2: up to what what it sounds like yeah, yeah
3: it doesn't sound great and that's that's the problem isn't it but so yeah he will be in it there's no news about um what it's going to be what it's going to be called who's yeah. going to be directing. is it going to be his,
2: his long lost auntie ends up being a supervillain. Oh, you never
3: know, do you? I would be surprised if it wasn't involving Blofeld because they've put so much time and effort into all that and it was probably going to be... They left him alive at the end of Spectre, so I can only assume it's for that reason.
2: If you don't have a cat and a bald head, I'm not interested.
3: Mate, he's got the scar, though, No. Yeah, well... well... He's got the scar at the end, you know. Yeah, so
2: he needs to sort of... lost his hair now because he's He's been stressed or something, yeah, 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 and he needs to, to be stroking a pussy,
3: yeah. I don't even know if he had hair in the, yeah, uh, I think he had hair in the novel. I don't know, that was a an well, but that's that's he, how we remember him. He sort of, I think he had hair if you look carefully at some of the scenes where he was in early Bond films and you saw silhouettes and stuff of him before they revealed he was Donald Pleasance. I, I think he did have hair. I think that it's because they cast Donald Pleasance. Mm. That, that that Blofeld had no hair. Um, it's funny isn't it how Donald Pleasant's is Blofeld. That should work. And and you only live twice. I like it a lot better than some people do. And when they reveal him, it's such a bloody anticlimax because you've been waiting to see Blofeld. Who? What does he look like? Who is he for four movies and yeah. then finally? And
2: because he's someone you're very very familiar with. It's yeah,
3: it is. It's a disappointment. And I mean, I'm I'm very disappointed. I love Christoph Waltz. In Inglorious Bastards and in Django Unchained. Mm, he's,
2: and, a, he's a good actor.
3: And when uh, you think of him, oh, he's going to be a James Bond villain, it's like, oh, yeah, brilliant, yeah. But he, he wasn't great, really. He
2: needed to be somebody else. He needed to be, you know. Good
3: God. Well, well written. And he needs to wear socks. <laughs> Keep saying it. I've said it before. That annoys me as much as the twist about him being his bloody stepbrother or whatever he did. He, he, he's in. He's threatening him and he's menacing him. And he's. But he's got no socks. He's got shoes on with no socks. It annoys me. Bugs me. Yep. Bugged me when people did it. You remember when Miami Vice was on? Yeah. Yeah. And everyone here, they're all watching that. And yeah. Um. And then every. And you see lots of guys doing it. Some of them were it. Started wearing white socks. Yeah. Mm. And some of them, then they went through the no socks thing, and I'm going, listen, listen, it's not Miami, it's Manchester, it's raining, it's wet, it's yeah. cold, yeah. You're wearing don't trainers, be, yeah. Don't be a pillar, <laughs> yeah. No, you had the 80s stuff in it anyway. No, enough moaning about that. But yeah, he's back. But do you know who else is back? Go on. David Tennant is back in Jessica Jones. Absolutely, season two. yeah, yeah. Now, if you've seen Jessica Jones, we're discussing earlier with Aaron that. that that's possibly my favourite of these Netflix Marvel shows, and I, I really thought when I heard Tennant was going to be in it, I was I was not that impressed.
2: Yeah, because he's he's well known. He's one of them people where he's he's a, an incredible actor.
3: Yeah, yes. But, he is, but yeah.
2: because he's so well known, mm. does he play on that? Does he? That's you know, Are what they I just thought. doing it as a trick trick casting?
3: Because a lot of, of I have seen him in a few things since. Um, And I think the first time it hit home to me uh, about how much of the character of the Doctor, Doctor 10, number 10, how much of it was, you always wonder, don't you, how much of of it was his personality, how much was put on, how much was genuinely him. Yeah. And some are more than others. When you meet some of the Doctors, you see that... um, I don't think Peter Davison is as much like that character as 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 uh, some of the other doctors. Like, I've no doubt that uh, William Hartnell was probably pretty similar to. I think to, that's
2: the best <laughs> casting of all. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I
3: think he was just like that. Uh, but I do think when I saw him in the *Fright Night* remake, mm. the first thing I thought was, "Oh, them man- he's got the, all them mannerisms are there from the Doctor." So. Is this a lot of that? So when I heard he was going to be in Jessica Jones, I was just expecting all that again. Yeah, and I was really chuffed when he he, he was really menacing in
2: that. He was. Way. He was terrifying.
3: Yeah, and the way he do stuff, and the the way he'd, the way he would and,
2: and relentless. He was. Yeah. He was. He was a bad man.
3: And you thought that he got it. Um, it. It. You thought there were often many times where you thought, oh, these they've got the upper hand on him now. And he he was it was a very tough with those powers, where being able to make people do anything that he says, yeah, it, it made it made for an almost unstoppable bad guy, and mm. she had to really go out of her way to get him. But here's the thing: in the comic books, he's known as the Purple Man Kilgrave. They, they didn't do the Purple Man thing; he was just Kilgrave. So, at the end, I noticed as he was dying, as he, because he does get killed in it, mm. and. You notice that his skin was taking on a little of a purpley sort of look to it right right yeah, so I don't know whether he's we'll going watch it yeah, I don't know whether he's gonna um, not be actually dead or whether he's gonna just be like a a phase where he after so many weeks or whatever he comes back to life and he may he may have that purple sort of look to his skin color
2: so so does the purple man version have any of this special thing that he didn't have or was that no anything? it's pretty much similar
3: yeah. I mean he's got these, these three children that have got that power in the comic books now they've just cropped turned up in Daredevil and they've done that bloody thing where the writers have got themselves painted into a corner and they've made the world forget that Matt Murdoch is Daredevil because they, they outed him about five six years ago they did um, as the comic book series where they, they, they had a, a National Enquirer type thing yeah. that that basically for years and years and years Karen Page got into trouble. She was a drug addict and she gave away his secret identity to the Kingpin and she betrayed him. And later on she gets killed and then the Kingpin always kept the secret and then finally he, uh, the Kingpin by this time and then went after him in his personal life and wrecked him, got him disbarred and did all sorts of stuff and then finally uh, he, he triumphed over the kingpin but that knowledge was always there and people in the kingpin's gang sort of all sort of knew who matt murdoch was and he was constantly mm. getting attacked by people from the kingpin's mob and there what happened then so one of the kingpin's team got in uh, trouble and he's facing a long time in prison so he offers up uh, the Daredevil's secret identity to the cops here. yeah National Enquirer get the wind of this, and then suddenly there is just the, the outing. Matt blind blind lawyer is actually Daredevil headline. And then his life was never the same after that. And he, it was never totally proven that he was totally him, but everybody knew... That it, it, it was, you Absolutely, know. The, you know that's
2: the, the, the when Spider-Man used to do that all the time, and it was, yeah. it's always annoying. So.
3: Yeah, and then the then what happens is they they literally they ran with it a while because there's nothing you can do at that point. Every, the, you, your storyline has played itself out, and then it's it's became exactly what I said it would be when they did it with Spider-Man. The, in Civil War, Spider-Man en masse himself. Says he's Peter Parker, and he's willing to register. Yeah, yeah, yeah And I he did that. it as, a, as an example to make other superheroes register, so that they, they gave away a secret identity. And then, um, or then, I said, well, you can't put that genie back in the bottle now. And mm. and after all these y- eight years, it's been a secret. It, it's going to shackle writers coming up, telling stories. Mm. So. He, uh, yeah, and then two years later, you know, they uh, they did a storyline where they shot Aunt May, so she's dying. So he does a deal with Mephisto, who's the ver- who's the Marvel version of Satan, yeah. and says, "Oh, um, for in exchange for something else, just just save her for me, save her." So he says, "I will save her." And I will make the whole world forget that you were ever Spider-Man, so this doesn't happen again. In exchange, I'm going to take away your love. So he suddenly uh, doesn't remember being married to Mary Jane, and he's taken all that away. So he has to sacrifice his true love for for this. And there's this is problem, you know. They just um, it's 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 dramatic. It it's dramatic when you get them unmasked and the secret identity's outed, and mm. it's all done. But but it is, it is a one way street, and no matter what way they try and shitbag shuffle the way out of it, like that. That was mm. a, that was a very famous storyline. Got one more day, and yeah, Then yeah. it's followed by brand new day, which carried on from there. The readers weren't very happy with that.
2: But they do it in the films, and it really annoys us. Yeah that, you know, he's always got his mask off. Yeah. Everybody knows who he is. It's it's, it's freaking
3: annoying, because if you were that blase about it, it wouldn't last two minutes, No social media and the, and no. the press.
2: And, and you know they're going to go after your family, so... Hmm.
3: It's why it didn't make much sense to me. And then when, when uh, like, saying... Um, that, so, Kilgrave's kids have uh, made the world forget who Daredevil is now. So, uh, yeah, he's, I've forgotten where the kids have come from now, but they've got his powers, and... As I say, it probably the problem when you're reading so many hundred comic books well, because that's there's that the, many <laughs> storylines going on. You can't keep up and they change changing
2: up. Them that often. I know. know.
3: So I'm looking forward to Jessica Jones and I'm glad he's back in it. But Do you I reckon
2: just, he might just be flashback of?
3: It could well be. It could well be, but as I said to you, if you have a look carefully at the last um show where he sort of dies and he go and that's the end of it, the he does look Leading up to it, he, he got. There is a tinge of purple about him. Yeah, like they've put. They've obviously put a little bit of makeup just to give him a purple. A, you know, like when you see someone who's got jaundice and they're looking a bit yellow, they, they've yeah. got a purpley sort of hue to him. And I you can't tell. Bit me of that's a, a purple
2: head. <laughs>
3: oh yeah, purple head. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's mean? been they, ten minutes. No, no, done. no. It has been a while, hasn't it? You know? But. <laughs> If that's the thing you can't tell me, really, that it, because they have quite meticulously written some of these, and and that's not going to be for nothing.
2: No, I mean yeah. it might be that that's he's done some and it mm. allows him to resurrect or something. Exactly. You know? yeah,
3: yeah. Well, look, you're dealing with a guy whose power is that he can make people do anything. Yeah, <laughs> the whole world. Yeah, and if he's on the radio, he can anybody who's listening go. He can get everybody listening to this show to go and jump off a roof. You know. Yeah, um, well, we have that power. Uh, everybody, uh, everybody, yeah, yeah. So he, <laughs> email in and say, and and if you're very nice to us, then we may not make you commit suicide. <sighs> there, yeah.
2: The, um, Maybe nothing that's It's a bit dark, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but they...
3: yeah, it. He, I think he's going to resurrect. I think he's going to be back and. But he was a cracking villain. Brilliant. So Jessica Jones, season two, great. And we all know what Friday is happening. What's happening? Defenders. I can't wait. I genuinely have been excited about this from the minute. they. This is the thing. When when I heard they were doing a TV series of Daredevil, I was, oh, great, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But when I heard... That the 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 model that they were going to be that, doing Where it was leading. Yeah, they were going to break, then do Jessica Jones, then then uh, Luke Cage, then Iron Fist, and then that leads into this. I I I've been this is the one I've been waiting for. Next eight episodes. It's um, but they drop them all at once, don't they? And it's well, you go be bloody. You don't have to watch yeah. them all at once. Do you? I don't. I, I deliberate. I
2: deliberately just spread them out because. Mm.
3: What you I mean? Like you a- did with Iron Fist, spread it out over two years. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Well, yeah. Long, I'm not kidding. But you take the point. At least I
2: finished oh. uh, Luke Cage. Some people didn't.
3: Oh, good God! Chris it had that.
2: It that. had that big dip in it, but I really enjoyed it.
3: I, d- I know I did. Um, that's a weird one. That Chris really didn't like that one. He didn't like that one. But I, I think I do think Iron Fist is better than people said it is. I do. I think it's entertaining. I think it's fun. And I I like the end of it, and I do find him quite endearing as a character. I don't mind him. I don't people knocking him. I don't. I think he's good. I think that he will be very good in this because he's going to be. He could be. He'll be sort of like the glue that sort of brings these together. Because
2: the calming force. Yeah,
3: he will be because he's more. What I like about Iron Fist is you've got Daredevil. Couldn't be more grim, moody, humourless. Jessica Jones is just soured on the world. She's cynical. She don't give a shit anymore. She just drinks so that she can get through the day. Um, Luke Cage has has seen a lot of bad stuff happen. He's been manipulated, exploited, all the rest of it. And um, there's an optimism with the Iron Fist character that's a bit more... It's it's a change. It's a refreshing change from all that. And I think having him in the mix is going to cheer things up a bit. Mm. You know, and I think he might bring out some of the bit lighter tones in in their characters as well. Yeah, hopefully, but we'll find out on Friday. Um, we've got an eight episode run to get through, so uh, you know I don't know how long it's all going to take us. But are you, is anybody looking forward to Defenders? Yeah, seriously, I just I just can't wait. We'll go for a break now, we'll be back. We've got some more news. We've got an announcement of an announcement. It doesn't get more cryptic than that And what exactly is going on With the Justice League
2: In this room Everyone learns the truth And neither of us will be quite the same When we leave
1: Coming soon from Big Finish Productions Torchwood The Dying Room
4: (laughs) Oh Paris Look at her Listen to her Have you ever known her so
0: quiet?
2: At first we thought it was some sort of virus. Here it happens before our very eyes. Healthy men becoming something... Degenerate. I'm told Herr Himmler is scouring the planet in search of holy relics. Oh, this is not the occult,
1: monsieur. I am talking about threats from other worlds. I think we both know that you will not be leaving this room alive. If I'm already dead, why
0: should I tell you a damn thing?
2: My God! It's too late! So... Monsieur Le Duc,
1: tell me everything you know about Torchwood. Big Finish. We love stories. Starburst Magazine, issue 440. Available from a newsagent near you. Or download to your tablet today. This is Fab Radio International.
3: And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And we've got a new magazine on sale this Friday. Yeah. oh, It's actually in some places tomorrow. Is it? Yeah. Well, I've already got it, so yeah. I'm not buying it. You know it.
2: what? I have as well.
3: Well, there you go. We yeah. don't have to buy it then, do we? We don't have to download it off a dodgy website either. Oh, Uber. well, them Russians, they get, what are they going to do? You know, they're losing out.
2: Oh, those Russians. Exactly. I think they're more, they're more interested in hacking emails and things.
3: Oh, yeah. There's a bit of that, bit of that going on. Just before you get into it, though. Hey, the new Game of Thrones is up, it's been leaked, yeah. what are you guys going to do? Are you in the horns of a moral dilemma there?
2: No. Don't watch it. I bet they will. Some people will, but some people are dicks. I
3: can hear them clicking now. Yeah.
2: They're all clicking E-donkey.
3: away. E-Donkey's been fired up. He <laughs> <laughs> mule you. <laughs> yeah. Good old days. Oh, God. So what's in this issue 440?
2: In 440, Blade Runner mm. 2049 cracking little cover as well thank Mm. you for that sir that was good
3: i like that it looks turned out well yeah i'm happy with it but the the other cover is is of note because mark rayhill's done a blade runner um cover and one of them you'll see what i mean by the difference when you see it the uh, one of them's got a foil cover on it with the blade runner logo it looks it looks cool but the other one uh, Mark's done a fantastic painting. Again, another lovely piece of artwork, but what I've done is a little touch. If anybody remembers back in the day, back in the day from issue 50 to for about a year or two, there were because Blade Runner was so popular and we were the one of the first magazines to, to review it and say how amazing it was. We went with a Starburst Blade Runner cover. It's basically it's a Starburst as a logo, and it had little slit, little slats, about two slits in the thing, so it looks like a Starburst Blade Runner logo. It's passing off. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, so it's a, a subtle homage. Yeah, yeah. So I've gone and used that logo on that the collector's cover. So there's a reason to get both. There's, get a, sh- both. there's a
2: shop near me mm-hmm. uh, that uses that font as well. Oh. Yeah, with the slats for it. Oh,
3: yeah. we know what we're doing, yeah. all of us. Anybody? <laughs> it's is not doing even a
2: futuristic that? shop, <laughs> isn't it? I think it sells like I don't know, bloody God, carpets or
3: something. Bloody hell.
2: carpet runner. So,
3: yeah, it's it's it, well, there's a reason to get both. They're both they're both uh, good, and we've got a lot of content: A dystopian, but, cyberpunk, beautiful stuff. And
2: you mentioned that review, that first review, and we've uh, we've reprinted it so they can read it all.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so what did what did the guy who used to write my column think of Blade Runner when he saw it? Did he recognise what it was, how important it was, or did he underplay it? Did he not realise what it was? And did he do that knee-jerk did he not thing like that it? everybody
2: else did and said, oh,
3: I don't get it? Yeah, well, you have to read and find out. Um, because at the time that that issue of Starburst was put out back then, issue 50... Blade Runner was tanking in the United States. It was going down in flames. Uh, Harrison Ford fans were flocking to the cinema and were going "Where's the and Whip?" Yeah. "What's going on? I thought yeah. this was this... Where, where, Where's that Wookiee?" Yeah. "Where's where's the Millennium Falcon?" I thought, you know, I thought he was chasing Androids and shooting yeah, he's Androids. He's looking a bit bored. Yeah. The days didn't go down well. Didn't go down well at all. And later it became a classic.
2: It did, it picked up ironically when it went to video. Mm, correct. And you don't get the the full scope of it all, but No,
3: pan and uh, scan with that voice over yeah. that sounded like he wasn't really enjoying being there. <laughs> Moving back to the grumpy Harrison Ford yeah. trope that we're carrying up on tonight. I don't know, it's it's funny that but do people do think it was an instant hit and it was far from it.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of things like that though.
0: Mm.
3: I refer to him as, well, I'm not even going to call it a sleeper. I think most people were dismayed it did badly at the box office, but sci-fi fans... It nearly got buried. Yeah, sci-fi fans knew it was a cracking film, though. I mean, everybody who saw it loved it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's just the mainstream people, because it was was a bit talky, Mm. it was a bit... Yeah, but
3: you had a lot of influences. uh, Cyberpunk was certainly not born... Cyberpunk was not born from Blade Runner. No, it was a it, Blade Runner was influenced by it, and you you had a lot of stuff that had these dystopian type. You've got, I mean, steampunk is a is not exactly cyberpunk. It's all it's a dystopia, but that mo, that's more the, about the, the, an aesthetic. The steampunk, steampunk is
2: is like the the Victorian cyberpunk.
3: Yeah, that's right, yeah, and um, and that it's all part of the same sort of look though, and the same. Sort of approach, and yeah, a lot. Of, I've, it's, it's always resonated with me, and it resonates with a lot of people. And we have a look at some of the other stuff that that is influenced over the years, don't we? We do. Uh
2: we, We've got a few uh, obituaries, unfortunately, as we've mentioned in the past uh, few weeks. Uh But we—it's
3: we... not them fed up with them. It's just it's sad, isn't it? It these is. Two, these two. I say we've already done them on the show with Georgia Romero, Martin Landau. Um, Giorgio Romero, massive, massively important in, in our sandbox and again, Martin Landau, nice guy we've done a lovely performance in Edward and uh, and I think it would be ace if we could just have just a couple of months off Yeah, let's have these
2: people kicking about a bit longer and of course uh, we, we don't forget Deborah Watling as well So, mm.
3: My apologies, yeah, that's right and as uh, I say, she's a massive. Well, the outpouring over her passing was immense online, really was.
2: Yeah. And there's all sorts of other great film reviews uh, and previews. Mm-hmm. Uh, animal Crackers, everybody's going to look forward to that one.
3: Yeah, can't wait, can they? Yeah. That's a reason to buy the magazine alone.
2: <laughs> no one else has heard of that until they read our magazine and no, tell
3: you. No, no, You, no. You didn't know what it was. We're here to educate you. It might be a sleeper hit. Might well be, might well be. What else? Not like the Emoji film. Oh, I don't want to discuss this. I don't know, that argument the other week on the show over that, I Mm. just, I can't get my head around it, and I get it. I know know we were saying, well, it's not really for, it's for kids or it's for whatever, but, you know, it's a piece of shit, isn't it? Literally. Yeah, literally. And I get how clever it is, that it's Patrick Stewart voicing it, but I don't know. Well, all I've got to say is it has it done very well.
2: You know what, I haven't looked. I don't think it has. But no one's talking about it. No, no. There's no buzz.
3: There's no zeitgeist behind no it.
2: One's, no one's sure. posting any smiley faces about it. No, not at all. <laughs> a lot, of, so lot of frowny faces. Now,
3: what else have we got in?
2: Oh, there's awesome. sorts. We've got a, a big uh, feature on Stephen King movies, mm-hmm. which uh are always good.
3: Very variable. Yeah, but... But this looks at a lot of them.
2: Yeah, not all the good ones, all the bad ones as well. We don't, oh God, no, no. we don't discriminate. No. Yeah, so that's on sale tomorrow.
3: They'll get out there and, and and you know get and get rearranging them shelves if it's pushed to the back as well.
2: If it's pushed to the back, we'll be very annoyed because yes. we're supposed to have a promotion on this one.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, your brother's on. Oh, evening, chaps. Great interview, and looking forward to going to bowlers. Not been since getting. Um, not been since getting jungleistic sounds coming at me by Stew Allen and walking out as the boot sale guys came in. As a question for you guys, what would your scoop guess be to put on there?
0: Hmm.
3: I don't know. I mean, he's gone. They've gone for Star Wars a lot, so mm. any big Star Wars guest is a good thing. I mean, the, the, they, I it, mean, and who, who's it's not... harder to get a bit bigger than Shatner and more interested? And then and the Hoff—he's a great guest. Which
2: Star mean, Wars guest haven't hasn't done anything? can we think?
3: They all have. They all have. I mean, why wouldn't they, though? Yeah. Why wouldn't they?
2: I mean, they've, they've done these, the Star Wars events, but yeah. to, to do these normal ones... I don't think... I don't think... think Hamill's done anything, really.
3: Well, he would be... To me, he would be interesting, but he has done some. He's, yeah, like yeah. I say, he's done the yeah. Star Wars celebration ones yeah.
2: and, and things like that.
3: I um, think it's people who don't really like it. I, Harrison
2: I, Ford. If you can get him to do anything... Harrison Ford,
3: I would, I would like. To see a pa- I'd like to see a panel of. Uh, Can you imagine how much it's going to cost? No, them. the one person I would like. This is just for me. The one person I would like to see in this country doing one of these, and I would want to go and see, um, is George Lucas. Mm. There you go. That's I just. I'd, it'd what.
2: be it'd be interesting because he shouldn't charge for his autograph off his own merit.
3: He says, yeah. So he says, yeah. So he That's says That's going to be an
2: interesting one if yeah, that happened.
3: Well, we covered it, didn't we? He's got issues with that, and I can't. you he, quite right I'm, too. I'm on. I'm. I'm totally with people wanting to get he, his autograph. He was. He yeah. was
2: on the ball with that. That what he said
3: was right. Well, it's because what I said. These are not. We, it's easy for us just to see that one soundbite and see that incident, but he clearly knew that guy that he was talking to. He was saying, "Get a job, and you're selling these pictures. I'm. Not, I'm, I'm not giving. I. I. You're selling something that should be free." And he knew the guy, so the guy's doorstepping him all the time. So yeah, he's when a fella right I went to say through
2: that. one of them YouTube sort of wormholes the other day. You know when it recommends things.
3: Oh Christ! I wonder what the hell that was then. <laughs> yeah, the worm yeah. tube? Uh, sorry, worm tube? <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we do worm? Yeah, tube? worm tube. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, mm. I watched some. of it, Oh
2: yeah, and yeah, some I of it pops up, yeah. and I thought, oh, yeah, watch this yeah, then. I get that. And yeah. it was a. It was from you know going ten. 15 years, maybe more ago, and it was Gene Simmons from Kiss. Oh, okay. And he was doing exactly the same thing. I mean, oh, right. I mean, now he's gone even worse where he won't do anything without money. But he was literally saying to people, and they were filming him doing it, and yeah. which is always a bad thing because it shows that, you know, they're trying to set him up to do something. I know, yeah, I get it. And he was saying, no, you're spoiling it for all the other fans. That's fine. No. He didn't stop signing. He yeah. just went, no, you are spoiling it. Yeah, you. And, and the guy it. was arguing with him, and he, he you know, Gene's quite sort of, mm. you know, yeah. easy, easygoing with his his, oh, his words. He's yeah. you know, listen to me. <laughs> Let me finish. You saying mm. <laughs> mm. you know, they in there said you're here every week. Yeah. You did, know, no matter who it is.
3: Did you see on the TV series Comic Book Men when the uh, Walt and and Co all went to uh, the guy some the uh, the uh, comic book shop, yeah. the, the the secret stash? Went to uh, meet Jim Simmons because he's a massive fan. Waltz arranged yeah, yeah. it to meet him. Yeah, did you see it? Yeah. Oh, it was awkward, wasn't it? Oh God, oh, yeah. it was bloody awful. It was. He just didn't fucking care, did he? <laughs> he just <laughs> didn't want to know. He wasn't even pretending to to be happy that these people had come to see him. Yeah, I think there's a what? little
2: bit where it's staged enough to look awkward, but I think he, he was. I don't think. he... I don't. He think does. That was he does. Fake, he does have this thing where he. It's all about him to
3: him now, so... Look, at the end of the day, I, I understand if people are getting hassle constant. I mean, you heard the one, Steve Harvey, the guy who does that quiz show in America. The, the mm. guy, he's the guy who gave out the wrong winner of that beauty contest, was it? And then he, he went and then right. said, oh, sorry, it's not, not her. <coughs> he predated the disaster with the Oscars by about two <laughs> years. And he sent a memo out, and he sent, and it was absolutely, mind-blowingly bad and and to this day i can't imagine who why the hell someone didn't say no don't put this out this is this will look terrible and he basically said look all oh, you lot don't bother talking to me you have an appointment or not you do not bother me at the dressing room or i'll be asking you to leave do not bother me if you pass me in the hall do not bother me because from the good of my health and my my well-being and my my own personal value on my time i'm i'm now drawing a line and then everybody obviously went mental because because c- yeah. this memo clearly got leaked straight away one of the staff just went right what? okay tmc bang. To... bang and then uh, he followed he doubled down he went and doubled down on it and he goes he goes um oh yeah look you know and he starts to apologize he goes sorry that seemed a bit harsh but I don't want anybody coming up to me talking to me, and, you know, and it was just as bad again. And people just get they just get sick of, to death of the hassle. I get I get it. And now uh, they're not working in a coal mine. I'm no. on the fence with it. They're not they're not working in a coal mine. They shouldn't be dickheads. They should be more grateful for the for the riches that they've got and the good position they're in. And the fact they've got all this attention it shows people appreciate the talent. But yeah, you know. Yeah, you can't. You it, can't just. You can't go doing some of this it takes, stuff.
2: It takes ten seconds to make a fan happy outside. I know, and I don't. I don't and that's I'm, not even sexually.
3: <laughs> God grief. It's um, yeah. It's just not good enough for me. I mean, like I say, Steve Harvey. But when I saw that G7, I thought, yeah, he just. Someone, someone's literally just said, oh, "I've got these guys, and he's he had no idea who they were, yeah. no idea who they were, and he, and it's like you can just imagine him getting the the note handed to him, and it's like I've got to say hello to and hang out with who? Yeah. Oh yeah. crap! Well, I, come on, you see, know we've he, all he, been there. He has we? a lot
2: of stock expressions that he uses. Oh, yeah. you're you're a, a powerful and attractive man. He tells everybody because yeah. you know it's it's a way of, sort of like you know. I'm being nice to you. No, yeah. give me money. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I see.
3: I understand that. I do understand that. But my God, it's um, it's funny. Um, Ross has uh, Ross has just emailed. Me. I've got an album of animal quackers, Bongo, Rory, twang and boots. Absolutely, Rory, Rory. Tell us a story. Is that one? What? What? Is there anything? Do
2: you not remember animal qu- quackers? Go on. It, it's out on network DVD. It was a kids' TV show from the seventies, and they were all dressed up as animals, full-sized musicians dressed as animals. They just did like you know, ah, oh. kids' versions of of the pop songs of the Oh, the era. I know this. Yes. I'm sure there's some Gary Glitter oh, stuff God, on there Oh God, is that on YouTube? I'll have probably, to have
0: a yeah.
3: look at that. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know what that is. And they come from yeah. a spaceship. Yeah, so. I know. I know it. Yeah, yeah, I do know it. Yeah, um, that's on TV around the same time, like the. Uh, the banana splits and all that was yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, you're right. <laughs> See?
2: Boots. I'm boots. Quackers. Quackers. I'm Bongo. I'm
3: twang. David Geldard Hiya, David. Hi, guys. Here's, Hello, sir. Here's a question for you both. What's the most trivia genre-related thing someone has had an argument with you over, either in real life or online? P.S. Watched Sapphire. Is it Sapphire and Steel? 'Cause that's awesome. Uh my one of my favourite stories of all time is that one on the on the train station. Yeah, creeper. It's unbelievable and there's a get that character that's appeared in every single photo ever taken. And the last episode, my god, it ends on a downer. Yeah, then it you has, have to do it. Oh my god. God, it went out in style that show. That that added most, considering it was going out at seven o'clock till half seven. Yeah, that was the prime um, time thing. Yeah, and it ended. Well, George and afterwards. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, yeah, they it doesn't end well for the two of them. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. In case anybody's <laughs> buying the box set who's not seen it, it, it's it's got a Blake Seven type ending that that uh, shall we say, it's not. Yeah, it's not feel good. They, they weren't going to come back. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But it was how they did it. Mm. It was it, it's um, a great series. Really downbeat, but I did did love that a lot. So what's that question again? For you both, it's the most trivial, trivial, I unrelated thing. Someone has an argument with you over. Um, oh, it's an ongoing one. I keep having with um, with Charlie over. Uh, I watched this bloody. Uh, we make it's this this thing about Chuck and his brother. On um, Better Call Saul, where I think I understand his brother's mentally ill, and he's not—he's—he sort of doesn't mean to be horrible to to uh, Jimmy McGill, you know, Saul Goodman. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's said, "No, he's an arsehole. He's an arsehole. every single time." And he, every single time you think you're going to like him, he, he just doesn't. He's got it in for him. He's terrible. And I go, "No, no, no. There's more to it than that." And it causes, it uh, causes a lot of arguing. That's good writing then, I guess, that we're having that yeah, argument. Yeah. If, you be, can, if you can debate it. And it'd be
2: over in the moon with that. I can't but. think of anything that I've argued with anybody about, especially trivial. There
3: it must be loads on this show. Yeah, My God, you were never... arguing last week with Chris over Titanic 2.
2: Yeah, it might be that then. That's that just, that was tr- pretty trivial. That, that, might was, be that was right up there. But that. I, see, I forget it was as soon as I've said it. So You shouldn't have brought
3: that up anyway. My God, Titanic 2, it's... Friggin', it's not even a sequel, sequel that, is it? it it's, matter, like a bloody, it's still there, yeah, but it's not. It's like, um, like Snakes on a Train, it's not a sequel to Snakes on a Plane, is it? No,
2: that's one of the Asylum knockoffs.
3: Well, that's a knockoff, no, but it? it's Titanic Two's it, a knockoff, no, but of course, it is. They, it's they not made ca- by sh- Cameron, is no, it? No,
2: but they should have called it something other than two,
3: makes it a sequel. No, because isn't the ship called Titanic 2 that's in it? Yeah, but still, you've got to think it's a sequel. I'd
1: like to thank all of you for joining me on this day that'll go down in this nation's history. A day where the lives lost on board this ship's predecessor were remembered with the creation of the greatest, fastest, most sophisticated ship
0: ever created, the Titanic 2!
1: Let's make history. Bad buildings, Captain. Oh, you could say that.
2: Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. If I could
0: have your attention, please. This is the SS Titanic 2, requiring immediate assistance.
1: Looks like history's repeating itself.
0: You understand me, Captain? There's
4: another wave coming. we got to find out how fast this thing is moving.
2: I bet there's people who thought that was a sequel. Do
3: you know what? If you were out there and you have watched Titanic two, expecting it to continue after the other film, and you're wondering, where, you, you get, you're expecting Rose to turn up. You deserve uh, everything played you get. by Kate Winslet or someone who looks like her. At some stage, you're too stupid for this planet. Yeah, you, you, you can't. You, no one could have possibly. Well,
2: that. people fall for these things. My God, Transformers. They
3: still. Well, asylum though. The I like the asylum. They're good. The, the more I laugh more at the title. I don't think I'd sit and watch loads of them, but I laugh at the title of some of these. Do you know? Like you say, snakes on a pl- snakes on a train. My god. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised they, that's not. I don't know if that's actually. Um, if they've done enough to distance it, I suppose. They, but they, they don't, don't care, do
2: they? They just get away with it. Look at it. Don't get sued. Sometimes. The, uh, there was one. Was it Nazis at the center of the earth? That was brilliant
3: oh was that that was over that was a bit. what's the one where they're on the moon
2: that was Iron, Iron Sky yeah, yeah that's
3: what that is yeah, yeah. that's that's a version that's So instead of on the moon they're in the centre of the earth yeah you know. but it's fun there's always some subtle difference isn't there but yeah. they're still churning crap out Oh, it's, <laughs> it's just rubbish and they know it as well my so. god right well we'll just go and, have, go and have a break now and then we'll come back with a final few bits of news and that announcement of an announcement and oh god what a shit show <laughs> 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 and uh, we'll be back right after the this the grip of dark secrets
2: satan's
1: sinister sister fears on the prowl she's returned from the dead to live again and this time she's after your skin evil lives within the grip of dark secrets
2: plus skull in action when the baddest dude on earth wastes everything but time he
1: slams them, rams them and jams them in seven blows of the dragon rated r Want the latest news from the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment without journeying to the dark side? Catch the Starburst Radio Show every Wednesday on Fab Radio International at 9 p.m. Hosted by the editors of Starburst Magazine. I find their lack of decency and common sense disturbing. Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. We make total film look like rubbish. Embrace the alternative.
3: This, this is Fab Radio International. And welcome back for the final little segment of Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And we start with the announcement of the announcement. Yeah, Dr- drum
4: roll. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah.
3: yeah, I'll try and put one in here or something dramatic. Maybe a fanfare, who yeah. knows? Yeah. So, there may be some of you who uh, received an email this week over the Starburst International Film Festival uh, about it being rescheduled, and it was supposed to be on uh, imminently. It was supposed to be on, on uh, in a couple of weeks in, uh August and the August Bank Holiday Weekend and it's been rescheduled to March. Now, the the, the middle of March it's on, and they are just going to finalise that, but there will be a big, huge, seismic announcement about this this weekend. We're going to put the word out, and the you will see there is a, a slight change of title of it, uh, which will explain loads. And when you see what it is that we've put together, you will know why we've done this. We have been offered something that for we've got a responsibility to the readers of the magazine and the people that that uh, support us to try to do the best we possibly can and we're always working on on things and we were offered a way of enhancing uh it was a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for for us to take what we wanted to do with the festival to the next level and for the benefit of everybody that gets involved and everyone who wants to come. Now, the people that have already bought tickets, uh the good news is it be even though this is going to be upscaled a lot anybody who's already bought them they're going to not be paying any more whatsoever. They're going that's going to be covered. And we've already said a few words about it in the e- emails, but we're going to make a big announcement this weekend and you will see it on the festival section of our website com, and we will be hitting social media and getting the word out and then uh, tickets will resume back on sale and we'll start putting the lineup out and various other things but you will I, 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 I wish I could tell you more but we've not signed the contract yet we're going to be able to tell you everything when we make that announcement and you will really I think you're going to be over the moon with what we're going to be saying to you. There you go. Yep. Yeah, there we go. Um, the other piece of news I wanted personally to uh, to say is, yeah, Justice League. Now, obviously, Snyder's daughter died, and then they replaced him with uh, Joss Whedon. I'm going to say something that's a little bit horrible, but the 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 thing is, they didn't delay production. They didn't do. They they needed to do a lot of reshoots. And they didn't exactly fight or work around it to uh, give him the space to mourn and do what he wants and and come back and finish it. I think they were more than happy to get Joss Whedon uh, stuck in. I think mm. it needed Whedonising, and uh, I, from what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing, it's stuff that's no surprise to me whatsoever. That the the Jeff Johns who's involved in this and and other people, uh, they seem to have this. Uh, Almost a fetish for the character of Cyborg, and to me, he's never done much for me as a character. He's just a, he's just a guy, half man, half machine. I've seen loads of characters like him before. There's, to me, there's nothing special about him. On, he's, it's just not interesting. There's not a proper mythology like with all the rest of them. Batman, you've got the story of his parents, the the extra, the his entourage, the Batcave, loads of elements, and that you know, Wonder Woman interesting in uh, fear. F- um, Interesting mythology there. All the other characters have got stuff. About more,
2: more importantly, people on the street haven't got a clue who he is. They don't
3: know who he is. You show them a picture of that, the oh, is that a robot or something? They'll you think know. it's
2: Universal Soldier.
3: Yeah, they will. It's just, it's just not a big thing. So, surprise, surprise, when we hear that the they are reshooting scenes of um, uh, that, a lot of them involve him. So, I'm thinking, yeah, they're trying to do something with that character that's clearly not coming across in the original um, movie shot so far. Now, then I hear the fine... The, this one blows my mind. Now, please bear in mind, this is getting released in November. Yeah, yeah. It? I think it's in the second week of November. 10th of November. Right, second week of November, this thing's getting getting released. It's practically weeks away, yeah. really. And then you hear that Whedon's just reshot the ending and it's different. <laughs> It's getting released in it, in a matter of months. It's it's the, this thing should have been visual effects only, and yeah. a, and, mu- and music and and special and, and one or two tweakings of uh, and maybe the sound design. Um, they've just shot the end of the film again. They've yeah. reshot the end of the film. Well, it's practically it's like going back to grading. Yeah. Now I'm not saying this film is going to turn out a, a disaster like most of the others have. The, it may not be, it may turn out to be great, but it, my God, it does yeah. sound like Whedon's having to do a rescue job here.
2: I think you're being very optimistic.
3: Well, um, sometimes you get a film where you've got a couple of directors working on it and it works, and, sometimes, and most of the time it it doesn't work. Uh, Superman 2 is an interesting film. Um, Movie, it's actually pretty damn good, yeah. considering what happened. But that is two directors with two very different, two very ideas. good directors, as very well. good directors, but very different. Richard Lester and Richard Donner. Richard Lester was very much of the comedy school, and you can tell that because when he got to do his own Superman movie, Superman three, without any Richard Donner material. That is a very light-hearted romp compared yeah. to the other. It starts out with a with a, a comedy sketch almost that goes through the entire credit sequence. Yeah, yeah.
2: you um, just having Richard Pryor in there. Yeah, right? you know,
3: and and all the rest of it. It's very much a comedy superhero movie that. And I just I don't know what to make of this. I just think that you have got very little time left, and you've got. Uh, I get subtle reshoots, and I mm. get tweaking. He's changed the end of the film. He's, he's reshot the end of the yeah. film. Well, this wow.
2: originally was going to be a two-parter anyway, wasn't it? And so they're playing and that then, down. Now. And then this, they, they announced that that wasn't going to be the thing, but they were going to do another Justice League later and on. They're
3: and, doing uh, what they did, Marvel did with uh, the, with Thanos, where they they and showed him pretty early on in proceedings, yeah. and had it so that whatever's it was going in one on. Of
2: the, uh, post-credit things.
3: Yeah he was and and they showed that there was this very powerful guy in space that was clearly uh, behind a lot of what was going on and that at some point you it made it clear that there, he, there was going to be a big rumble with this guy, yeah. that he was going to turn up and the Avengers and, and the other superheroes were going to have to tangle with him. So that's great uh, They so you see what they've done, they, they've they uh, basically found us and that dark side is a very similar sort of cosmic character yeah. meaning he, he's based out there in space he's not only a threat to uh, earth he's a threat to the universe he's, he's a cosmic character and they were going to have him in it and he, they were going to fight his his right hand man they were basically he was the bomb villain and steppenwolf is is the henchman and this film now for some reason they've decided well they, they're removing these scenes that involve Darkseid. So that the only creator, the only bad guy in it is going to be Steppenwolf. So that's that's a bit. If um, they're trying to make it more standalone, aren't they? Very yeah. much. I mean, surely it's going to take enough money to make a Justice League 2, And surely, if they do pull the, their crap together and manage to start making some decent films now, now that the I'd say the the chemotherapy stage has gone through. Uh, the the problem is they got with Batman v Superman everything started going tits up. All these films were massively along in production. It was too late to change them. Now the new movies that are going into production now they they are gonna probably have that more light hearted Marvel approach. Mm. And certainly if Whedon's involved in any way, it it will. At least there's gonna be banter. Yeah. So I don't know what to, to what the hell to expect of this. It, if you were a betting man, you'd say, "Well, it's got more chance of it not being quite there." I've not been impressed with the trailers. No, I it's really haven't. Um, they're as dark as Batman v Superman. They're uh, again, again, it's got to be said. You know, Wonder Woman uh, comes across quite well in them. She looks, uh, she looks like she's getting very comfortable with the role in in it. Um, the yeah, you've not seen Superman. What's going to be going on there? You know, they've kept that. They've at least had the sense to keep a few surprises. And uh, Batman looks great, but I don't know. I'm pretty much. I'm going to call it now. I, I don't think you're going to see Affleck as Batman after this. No, I think I did read
2: some that say he was saying, "Oh, it's going back to the to the character you want it to be," and blah blah blah. But yeah, well, he's not the moping one that he was in the other film. and...
3: Yeah, I mean moping. I don't mind him moping. He but he Batman something. mopes. He did, he,
2: the the, the good know. thing about Batman versus Superman, which I don't think we've ever mentioned, mm. um, we, we never <laughs> ever talk about that. One. No, no, no. Um, Round to it, do we? Was the fact that he was he was miffed with that destruction that Superman did? Yes, and that's the best part of that character.
3: Yeah, that was. The, but that was uh, just re- re- redressing fanboy yeah. uh, concerns all the shit that they got over that film. I don't know what to make of uh, Batman um, in what they're going to be doing with this film. But but, I mean, uh, Reeves is a good director, but he's clearly got a very different idea uh, than than, um, Affleck had. Because he said, I can't, I'm not knocking anyone, he said, but I need to start with a clean slate. So he's chucked the script in the bin. Yeah. I mean, there's been lots of rewrites, and he's he's chucked them all in the bin. Affleck is clearly gutted with all this. Yeah, yeah. He you wouldn't was, blame him. Well, he, he, had, uh, he wanted to play Batman, didn't he? He wanted to play a, a gritty, proper version of Batman, a sort of Frank Miller-type version. Uh, and it was based on Miller's Dark Knight sort of version, uh, older, more experienced, more world-weary. And uh, he was the best thing about Batman v Superman. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And it's, it's such a shame that it's going wrong, isn't it? Um, there, what do you do, what do you say? Um, I've got another piece of news. That, that... Well,
2: I've got one Twitter thing that oh, might be on. important. Go on, then. Uh, Tariq, a oh, yes. very good friend. Yes. Uh, I missed it a bit ago because we, we were talking 20 oh, minutes okay. ago. Uh, he says... Uh, Ford's just this minute been confirmed for a cameo in the Han Solo movie.
3: Oh, so you're gonna have so him it, telling, oh, you did, there. You go, then you know how it, you know how it starts, then or yeah, ends. Yeah, it's either gonna start with him, Rick. He might bookend it, probably. Yes, he's, S- he's on my knee. I'll tell you my story. Let me tell you about this time. Where did, Uncle Han? Where did we get you know, little Lee? It's
2: like the Indiana Jones, yeah.
3: I know uh, TV thing. I know what it'll be. What'll it be? Um, it'll be little um, Ben Solo yeah. be telling him before he becomes Kylo. He's, he could be playing with a little Kylo Ren figure or something. Yeah, you know? and he go, uh, "Oh, let me tell Daddy. Tell me about the Millennium Falcon. Where did you get it? Well, oh, it was like this once upon Do- la- a time. La- yeah, la- no, that's what I mean. Oh God, that's yeah. I,
2: I'm hoping that's I'm not sorry, true. But, I hope
3: yeah. it's not true at all. Because this shit, isn't it? Mm. I'm not in it.
2: Yeah, well, the whole idea of a hand solo, solo movie is pretty naff.
3: It's one of them, in it? It's. Do, do, just, oh, God, can somebody make something original, please? Yeah, you please. Know, please, yeah you know, somebody, just do something new, you know. Let's stop all this. Well, we'll find out, won't we? It might be good, it might be good, but again, that doesn't bode well. They they've sacked God knows how many people. The directors have been sacked on that, even, and yeah. and they've hired uh, they've hired acting lessons for the lead guy. Yeah,
2: and we have got uh, Ron Howard.
3: He's a great director. He's a great director. He's, if you're going to give that, he's a safe pair of hands. But I,
2: I don't think he's done much uh, sci-fi.
3: He's still some of the stuff he's done though. It could. Very it's, in well in our, it's in our it's in our ballpark. Well, but Apollo it's got, uh... thirteen is is you know he. Well, it's, it's science fact really, wouldn't it? So. Oh. But but I do think I think you're fine with him. I think he's skilled. I think he's a good director, and I think he ought to do. And he'll okay. get his brother in there. Well, there you go. But uh, yeah, but, oh, the thing just to close on that that game that was promoting the other week because it is it is a great game, The Secret World Legends. The um, it's it's been picked up for a TV series by Johnny Depp's company. Oh, and that is going. It was announced um, yesterday. And it's going to be uh, it's going to be a TV show, and I love that game. So that's great news. And the big thing about that is it's it's got a very Lovecraftian mythology to it. It's it's all about the story. So I think that's really good idea. It's all about it'll be. It's about a a world that's. There's lots of mysterious things going on, and there's lots of creatures that invade from other dimensions all the time, and and there are three groups of people vying for power: the Illuminati that we're all connected business types, you've got the um, uh, the Templars, and and you've got the dragons who uh, are a high tech sort of gang that operate out of Tokyo. Oh yeah, and it, it ought to be a great film if they stick with all that. But when have you ever seen a? Uh, well, it's a film, it's a TV series, but when have you, sadly, this. It's, I'm getting excited because I love the game, but when have you seen um, these things translate well? I'm very, very well, di- disappointed with... We've had um, a, few,
0: a couple this year,
3: haven't we? Well, I was about to say I'm very, very disappointed with Assassin's Creed because mm. that mythology alone, I used to watch the cutscenes of that thinking, Christ, this would make a great film. That's yeah. the actual game. You know, I was sat watching them thinking, oh, it's a brilliant story, this, isn't it? Yeah, so surely they had that in the bag, and the fact that they jumped it, threw it all out the window, it's L- disgusting. Literally jumped it out the Yeah, so, well, we wait, I think we've outlived our usefulness now. Yeah, we've got next week.
2: one little bit just before we go. Go on. Food news.
3: Oh, what's happened? Yeah,
2: walnut whips are losing the walnut. Bollocks. Seriously.
3: Well, we're not a walnut whip, then, are there's yeah, there's, a whip. They are
2: renaming whips. Whips.
3: I don't believe you seriously. Why is that? Is uh, it because it kids?
2: Co- it costs too much.
3: Oh, kids don't Bre- like walnuts.
2: Brexit, really, Britain. I'm
3: looking into that. I don't. That's. Uh, I hope that's it's been wrong.
2: trending all day on Twitter.
3: Is it really? Yeah. Oh, that takes the piss, so, so, doesn't it? So we
2: can actually hashtag this as walnut whip and people will listen to it.
3: What a walnutless walnutless whip. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact is, walnut whip. There's a little of a bounce to the name, isn't there? It's yeah. walnut. It's a walnut whip. It's yep. a whip. A whip is a whip. There's yep. already a whip. It's a whoosh, isn't yeah, there? yeah. You know, that's what I mean.
2: Yeah, you, you, d- cut, you can get all sorts of it. problems at the shops asking for whips.
3: It. Yeah, I know. Can you go? Yeah, I know. I get it. I, you know, I mean, this is it, isn't it? This is why curly whirlies are tiny you now. Everything <laughs> yeah. you can't have anything <laughs> And, not for and the, Toblerones. Toblerones. Uh, they're out. missing. Oh my God! Well, the, you know. The the Toblerone thing takes the piss. I can't believe it. They've increased the gap in between the the, the actual little well, pyramids.
2: Mars bars and everything—they've all shrunk.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, it's, it's not it's us getting bigger; no, they're getting no. smaller. It's pathetic, isn't it? So just in going, don't forget there are other podcasts that Starburst put out as well. And we also have the uh, TV Zone Plus, which is our friend Paul Mount and his co-host Scott Holmes. And they take you in TV Zone Plus. They deal with the stuff that there's just not room to deal with because it's a big column that uh, mounty has got. Mount has got a big column. He's got a huge column but you you still can't fit it all in, so that's where the... uh, We know that And there'll be a new episode up over the next couple of days as well. Blue Box podcast, J.R. Southall brings you all the the Who gossip and chats about retro Who and introduces you to people from the world of Doctor Who, and it's bloody good, so that's on. And you've got our Ed Fortune, who is going to chat to you about latest books, uh, genre stuff in books, and that's Brave New Words. So... Check them out on iTunes, and we obviously are on iTunes as well on podcasts. If you're listening to this, please don't forget to give us a little review. That'd be nice. We yeah. Re- have five of review them stars. all
2: these all these podcasts. Yeah, review them even all if you don't them. listen to them. Just all review of them. them. Yeah,
3: just you know, just five stars. That's everybody
2: because you know nice. yeah.
3: you're all nice people. Yeah. So help help support us. Uh, you know that we appreciate it. I've been Mike, and he's been Martin, and we will see you next week.
1: Tumbling through a thousand centuries You don't know where you land It's so dark in mythology
0: Treasures of history to be found Near the legends of time
1: All the handiwork streams
0: Who I am, or I am
1: Been listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International.